From the campus of Stanford University and on location, this is the Entrepreneur's Radio Show and Podcast, featuring in-depth, one-on-one interviews with purpose-driven entrepreneurs and high-performance people, committed to ideas, positive outcomes, and a better world. Our radio show and podcast illuminates the struggle, breakthroughs, and exceptional outcomes these game changers bring to industries, organizations, and lives. Hosted by Tom DiOro, principal of Podfather Media. For our guest today, please welcome Hunter Jones of 98 Bucks Social. Prior to uh, working with 98 Bucks Special, Hunter is a major league baseball pitcher for the Boston Red Sox and Florida Marlins. 98 Bucks Social works to support businesses big and small businesses and organizations by maintaining a consistent presence on social media. Their focus has been to help firms build a platform through social media so piece by piece and post by post their business become uh, more visible and approachable in the marketplace. For more information, feel free to visit 98bucksocial.com. Again, that's 98bucksocial.com. Hunter, welcome to the show. Hey, Tom. Thanks for having me on today. I Thank- appreciate it. Happy to have you. Excited to have you on as well. Hunter, you know, usually we start with something a little funny or light to think of uh, something that may have occurred either even today that uh, uh, maybe initially wasn't so funny, but it turned into uh, uh, something humorous, or at least you can uh, a lesson or something you can even apply for yourself or your clients. Can you think of anything that, that uh, you can look back now with a, with a sense of humor that may have occurred? Uh, yeah, literally my career. <laughs> there we go. go sh- yeah. Share with us your career a bit. <clears throat> no, it was, uh, I wasn't any good. I made it to the big leagues with a couple teams. Just kind of, just kind of got lucky and uh, did well enough to get hurt. You know, a few times and got passed around a little bit. And uh, yeah, it was better than most. So I was really appreciative of it. But uh, but you know, that's the thing is you gotta you gotta laugh at um, all your all your fails failures and successes because uh, they add up to who you are. That's amazing. So you get to the major leagues and you still think, well, you know, I didn't quite go where I wanted to go with it, but you still made it to the major leagues. Yeah, yeah. And that's only because, you know, as human beings, I think we, we set this huge uh, guideline for ourselves, you know, and um, I mean, we, we try to do it daily. I, I try to take it easy on myself, keep it light these days. But, um, but you know, I have I have unrealistic goals, as, as probably most of you listening do. And uh, I have to remind myself that you know, on a, on a daily basis, uh, taking taking a step in the right direction is a good thing because you can you can surely uh, take a few steps back. I did that. I don't know if I I told you I'd uh, started a restaurant and you know lost a bunch of money over a few years, but got a second degree in uh, school of hard knocks. So it all ends up working out afterward. You know? Yeah. How um how can you translate uh, being a major major league player to being a major league business? Uh, I'm, I'm sure, I mean, it's kind of a baited question, Hunter, but I, I know there's a translation, <laughs> but, but how, how about, what's your experience with it? Uh, I, I like, uh, and I'd heard this from somebody else, so this isn't mine, but, but uh, something that I, I didn't practice in my own baseball career and I had a nice arm, but just could never really put it together that I think when you really want to be good at something, you have to work hard. Sure. You have to work smart. Sure. But the, the big one is that you have to study along with practice. And that's an important step because as you go through your, your daily failures, you got to look at it as a positive, you know, Hey, I screwed this sale up or I screwed this uh, technicality up or, or whatever It happens with all of this. Right. But at the end of the day, you know, what can I, what can I learn from it? Can I go back in and kind of tweak my knowledge base to win the sale next time or to actually keep the client? Cause I screwed this up, 
and, and how do I not screw it up? So that's something that I've, I've brought into uh, my learning phase, you know, in, in terms of technology. And uh, it's, it's helped me connect with a lot of the people because uh, no one's perfect. And as soon as you start, you know, really taking that role on, everyone forgives you a little bit more, you know? Yeah, I noticed there's definitely a, um, that, that sense of humility exists with you, Hunter. And uh, I, I'm sure it's served you well, especially in these lessons. How about your approach, your approach to business and, uh, you know, as a, as a professional um, ball player, are they similar or are how they maybe dissimilar too? Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess, I guess just in a, in a broad stroke, um, I could say I'm looking for other people that like to represent their business um, in a, in a scope, you know, and that, that's really what I'm looking for with, with other people that, you know, want to get started um, into tech and using our company as a provider or just generally just holding um, a conversation like you and I, you know, you, there's a certain scope of work that you're interested in. We can have a conversation about, and it's, and it's not that uh, you're doing everything for everybody, but you're focused in a goal. And so that's really important to me as a former athlete. I think it's extremely important for business professionals that are going after their own goals, that they're their own. Even inside of a company, inside of uh, inside of their own process, you can say, "This is my short and long term goal," and I don't want to deviate. I can do a few other things, sure, but it's got to be supporting this goal that I have. Yeah. How about business as a sport? I, I approach it kind of as a sport, and uh, you know, sometimes even a, it's nowhere near warfare, but in in a sense, it is, and a, a battle against your own self too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, um, I actually was a pitcher. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put it in batting terms, though, because everyone was a batter, you know, in Little okay. League when they played baseball or softball or just, you know, we're a coach or what have you. And, and, and I kind of look at it as, um, hey, we're going to batting practice every day. You know, every now and then we'll, we'll jump into a game. But uh, but what can you get out of it? You know, can you, can you go up there and have a consistent approach? Because uh, you don't have to be the best player in the world in terms of business or in terms of uh, sports. But what everyone wants out of all of us is, is they want a consistent person to show up every day. You know, they don't want you to be the guy who, who uh, goes out and hits four home runs one, one game and then uh, shows up uh, hungover the next day and goes over <laughs> five with five Ks or, or strikeouts. You know, they want you to be the guy that, hey, you know, this guy shows up every day, he gets a hit, a walk, and uh, he goes, you know, one for four or one for three or whatever, plays pretty good D, and uh, he's a good guy in the clubhouse. So in business, we, we look for the same, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of business professionals do where, you know, we know what to expect. They, you know, a guy shows up the same, same way every day, puts his pants one leg on at a time, and uh, he could just kind of get along with the team and, and, and do his job. Yeah, that consistent approach. Share with us uh, how that works with uh, 98 Bucks Social. <clears throat> well, our team is actually uh, extremely focused on process, which is great. Because uh, that, that's that's what uh, we did as athletes. So we say, you know, what what can you do as a member to be consistent? So on your daily tasks, you know, what, what's a good guideline that, that you can expect of yourself in terms of activities? Um, and, and not to get too technical, but but there's certain things that, you know, a sales member has freedom of, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Or our resellers have freedom of. And we try to work around certain things of course we have our our process and our scope but you know what what can they bring to the table that's you know what can we learn about them that's going to be successful on their end and then we can support them with yeah that uh focus on the process 
how uh, how do you do that? I mean, what, what type of culture do you have to have that uh, where you know that these are the people that can they value that that focus? Sure. Yeah. I mean, our, our, I'll, I'll tell you right now, our uh, CEO, Chris Hewitter, and our COO, Clint Cobia, who are the uh, two uh, founders, well, Chris is the founder, but they're uh, two owners for our company, 98 Bucks Social. Um, they are excellent at allowing people to be who they are, which is, I think, at its core, something that's I- imperative in business. Because if, if you get if you get leaders that are focused on only making you do something one way when especially in a in a field like ours where it's uh, an extremely creative plus technical which is unique and so when they have you try to do it one way which our our guys don't but some companies do and you know it'll work to a certain degree but you can't get uh the best of both worlds so from from a content point of view when we have people that that post for us yeah we have guidelines we you know we want to follow a process but we allow our members and we back them up to the point where we say, you know, this is our scope of work. It's clearly defined. And we want our people to be able to go out there and feel like they're empowered to do a great job. Excellent. You're listening to the Entrepreneur's Radio Show and Podcast on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. We're talking today with Hunter Jones of 98 Buck Social. For more information, feel free to visit 98bucksocial.com. Again, that's 98bucksocial.com. Hunter, I like that people, you allow people to be who they are. Also, you know, disc, uh, disclaimer for folks is I utilize and leverage you guys as a, as a service and I think you're outstanding. But I also want to know, like, how do you capture the voice of the business? Because that's really unique because each business has their own, not just language, but their own, their own theme, their own style. How do you do that? Is there a process that you go through to, to have, to get to that level? Hey, Tom, thanks for saying that first off. And uh, yeah, you know, we, that's, that actually is a great question because that, that leads back to our, uh, our chat that we were just having about process and that we go to lengths to set up the deal the right way for everyone. Okay, so what we're experiencing our is is in is in our industry. It's extremely fractured right now. There's there's a number of leaders. We consider ourselves to be the number one wholesale provider in the U.S. and we, we use U.S. only, so USA only, which is a key critical part in our opinion to creating good social media for American companies because there's a lot of outsourcing with with a number of competitors to uh, India. Southeast Asia, South America, et cetera. And although they are English speakers, no, no one's going to argue that. It's just a, a different metric when you're talking about what captivates an American voice and then to be able to do it for a business specifically. So we have an all-American staff. We train in-house. And, of course, we typically prefer college-educated Americans that have a degree in communications or English. And... Um, we have them represent each business on a one-on-one basis daily. And I think that's, that's a big part that a lot of companies try to uh, get a bigger margin by uh, going, going behind the client's back and kind of cheating them out of a couple bucks or however you want to look at it, maybe just getting more of what they consider what should be their margin or they don't have the volume to do it. But our, our guys, uh, Chris Hewitt and, and Clint Kobe, our two owners, I mean, they were really genius in, in the fact that, they set it up the right way out of the gate where it was, hey, we want to set something up that can work for every business. 
we want to do it with diligence and the ability to say that we can take every single business on and represent their posting specifically, not just an industry-related posts or insights, but specifically for what they want to go after with their voice. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we do for people on a one-on-one basis daily. Yeah. What's that, what else is uh, amazing that I find amazing is that you also even capture more of the voice than maybe even uh, your, your clients, uh, things in th- that they may not have thought of or probably didn't think of and you like bring them out there and actually for everyone to see. How do you do that as well? I mean, my opinion is I think you do a hell of a lot of homework, but you, know, you may have a different process. Well, thanks for saying that again. And, and you know, it's, it's kind of like when we, uh, you know, before we jumped on the show, and, uh, you know, I'm a little embarrassed to say it, but of course, I got to admit, it's funny. Um, I was connecting a home office uh, microphone just to make sure that this podcast went smoothly. And yeah, I just didn't know the specifics to it. And uh, of course, you guys do it every day. So you were able to help me. It was very seamless and easy because you're an expert. And that's really, you know, getting back to the process that, um, that we were talking about initially, that's really what we do for each and every member because to have something repeatable, something that our members of our company can believe in, sign on to, and join in on is that we empower our people to believe that what they're doing is correct and to believe in themselves and to have that freedom to say, yes, I'm representing this business in a, in a, in a daily activity. My name's on it. And I have the freedom to you know, not get ostracized if I make a simple mistake, but to, to be forgiven and to be backed up by all of our upper management that we believe in them and that we can communicate clearly to the client. You know, if there is a mistake or there is an adjustment that sure we'll own it and, and let's do better. But in truth, and, and I think a, a lot of businesses, you know, that may be listening would agree there is nothing perfect in business. Business is constantly a problem. And what we do to do our best is to be diligent to the fact that we're going to get on a phone call or an email. We're going we're gonna to accept the fact that some things happen, but that we're going to do our best daily to make sure that we can, we can uh, improve for us and the client. Yeah. For the allowing the people to be who they are, which is my experience is, is rare in most companies because it's usually about either the bottom line or uh, the owner or owners or stakeholders have a specific process. How uh, can you, are you at liberty to even share, you know, how do you balance that? Hey, go ahead and be who you are, but here's kind of the framework and the structure that we'd like you to work within. I mean, I, I genuinely believe that that balance happens because our owners, our CEO and COO, show up to bat every day and work 10, 12 hour days along with our upper management and along with some of our brand new hires that believe in the company. And to me, that's, that's a level of respect for everyone that works and is part of their program. I've never heard them yell at anyone, even when they have uh, things to say to improve a process. It's, they're still talking about good things and bad things. So it's never a, hold someone under the gun. It's never uh, point a bad finger. And uh, I, I got a lot of respect for that. I know a lot of people in our organization do. And so in essence, you know, they've created a culture where we bleed for each other. And it, it kind of does feel a little bit like a sports team because at the end of the day, to win as a team, there's going to be mistakes. See, so your second baseman's going to bobble the ball sometimes, you know, to get back to that metaphor. 
And if you point the finger at them, then your team's going to lose. But if you all agree, you know, to the fact that those mistakes are going to happen, but as a team, we can fight hard together and win, then uh, you can. So I, I think it starts from the top. And uh, uh, Chris Hewitter and, and, and Clint Kobe, our CEO and COO, respectively, for 98 Bucks Social, do an excellent job of that on a daily basis with us. Terrific. Now, how about the fractured social media? You talked a little bit about the, the it's fractured. What In your experience and, and your thoughts, why is it fractured? If well, there's a, a general answer. Yeah, and I think, I think uh, the digital realm is, you know, obviously with COVID-19 happening, um, it's brought some, uh, some new eyeballs to uh, softwares like Zoom, you know, which everyone's kind of talking about now, or um, uh, Citrix, for instance, you know, workplace solutions for uh, companies that now needed digital marketplaces. So uh, when you dive deep into a brand new marketplace like social media, now, social media has been around for a while, sure. Mm-hmm. Lots of people think that they know what it is or that they do it correctly, and, and they do to a certain extent personally. But when you get when you deep dive into a business approach, it's got to be tactical and it's got to be managed just like any other business operation. And so it, it's not quite there yet in the general purpose or, or the general thoughts that a lot of businesses or potential consumers have. Um, it certainly is out there every day, especially with COVID going on, uh, that people are constantly on their social media platforms. But um, with it, with the industry and specifically social media being so young, uh, there isn't much regulation yet. There's a lot of people that claim to be gurus that are really just, uh, you know, maybe just out of college. And this is no offense to anyone, but, you know, they're <laughs> taking high res images and presenting the company. In, in a nice fashion, but um, but it just doesn't really help companies get dollars to a local market. And that's ultimately what, you know, we're after in a large sense. Of course, we represent companies worldwide, but, but um, a majority of the companies that we represent are small businesses that need a local presence. They don't have a tremendous budget. They need help, and they need the right kind of help right now because they're struggling. So, um, that's that's something that I think is the reason that the industry is so fractured is because, and I guess to put it on a nutshell, Tom, mm-hmm. there's 50 million American businesses roughly that need social media, and there's about 20,000 that are serviced properly. So there's a big gap between supply and demand. Wow. This is the Entrepreneur's Radio Show and Podcast on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. We're talking today with Hunter Jones of 98 Buck Social. For more information, you can visit 98bucksocial.com. Again, that's 98bucksocial.com. Hunter, if you can touch back on that uh, 50 million U.S. businesses and 20,000 are, what was it, uh, are serviced or are only serviced? Yeah, yeah. So that's a number that is uh, estimated to be somewhat accurate right now. Uh, There's just a huge, huge gap in uh, companies that are serviced properly with social media versus businesses that don't have a strong presence quite yet. And um, that's, that's one of our metrics that we're, uh, we're helping companies to grow their presence on a daily basis where we have an extreme price value mix at every level of uh, what they can go after in social media to help these companies. 
And uh, of course, we have service levels that represent that. So instead of wrapping it into a quote uh, where we uh, try to figure out how much money a company has, we say, well, you know, what's a thin margin to where we can make a, an honest profit, but also provide a great service for all types of businesses and to allow them to get a fair shake at representing their product or services on social media platforms. Wow. Now, going back again to the uh, the goals or the unrealistic goals and then pairing them with uh, nothing in pr- is perfect in business, how does that affect your approach? Obviously, when you get out of bed and, and to, to start your day, that when you have set goals and then you understand that obviously nothing is perfect, and how, then how do you how do you balance it? I guess I know I've said that a couple of times, but I think it's I'd love for your listeners to hear this. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's the balancing act that we all have to to face at some point in our business career. It's not easy, you know. It's certainly not easy. There's plenty of people out there doing it right now, I'm sure, that are listening and kind of nodding along. But um, I, I think you do it with compassion. You know, I try to take my ego out of it as much as possible because a lot of these things are my fault, just like uh, anybody else. A lot of these things are members of the team who don't have time or are unable to manage uh, a problem area. And so as leaders, we have to, to take that on, own it, and solve it. And no matter whose fault it was to be able to say, no matter, you know, we'll take the blame on this, but, but let's make sure that these businesses that have issues and, and they're experiencing problems are serviced, not to point the blame or to pass the buck uh, because that's less important and really not important in a team aspect. And, and especially in comparison with solving actual problems that businesses need help with right now. Yeah. It sounds like uh, accountability and uh, is built into your culture. Is that correct? Or am I stretching it a bit? No, that's that's correct. There's, um, you know, in the marketing world, there are there's a far or I guess a distant gap, you could say, between, um, you know, where where we are as a culture digitally and where we'll be in the next five years. So um, we're constantly on a quest to make the information more comprehensible to people, especially if they're just jumping into it mm-hmm. and to allow people to be free and easy and not feel like they have to have a PhD <laughs> in uh, social media or, or uh, you know, any kind of digital lane to, um, to have a chat with us. We want to be easy going with them and uh, we want to make sure that they feel comfortable and, and they understand, you know, what we can provide for them. Yeah. On that providing for them, how shit can you share with us a, uh- you know, how your service works for someone who's maybe interested or not has not gone into social media yet. Yeah, sure. That's, that's great. Thanks, Tom. Um, <clears throat> we have a number of uh, different levels of social media and what we represent. So it's a, uh, it's a long list, but we have, we employ a one-on-one social media manager for each and every account that comes on board. They're trained with our company and they're in the U S 100% of the time for social media posting. So you're going to get a great American voice and they're going to post for you on a one-on-one fashion daily for your company specifically. And uh, any updates that you want to do, they'll take it on and, and be accountable on a one-on-one basis. So our first level starts out at 98 bucks. I, you know, that's what we call it, the, the 98 bucks social. That's uh, our, our company name. And then it kind of works, works up from there, but um, we can then add in uh you know, content review with review cycle uh, with your manager 
to make sure that uh, all of your posts are going out the exact way you want before they go out. And then um, we can add in outreach branding, advertising. And we could also add in stories. So I guess I guess if uh, you don't mind me taking an extra moment, no, please. That's something that you know, I think I think it's been, it will, even if a business owner just needs to do it now because they don't have the budget to to hire a marketing company. I think it's tremendous to do posting, which I, I relate to cutting the grass or doing the yard work. It's the hard work. Mm-hmm. It's hard to create. The math on it is uh, roughly that it takes a business owner about 30 hours a month on average. And we're solving that for 98 bucks a month. So if you figure that, you know, I, I, I challenge business owners a lot of times to say, you know, what's the math on that to take 30 hours of your time and dedicate it to operations and sales versus struggling at 1 a.m. because you forgot to make a post <laughs> and you got one eye open and you're trying to think of something while you're half asleep, right? Yes. And how much more money can you make if you have that dedicated process and you go after your own goals and business? And of course, our, our services kick up from there, but that's that's the basic math and how we feel we can help so many businesses is just right there. You know, what are you currently doing? Do, do you have a post last month of, um, you know, your pet at home and then two posts from 2019 on your business <laughs> feed? Because that, that, to me, when I show up, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people feel this way, that screams to me that it's a hobby or I'm going to question whether they're in business altogether. Very so we want, our, we want our business owners to be represented professionally on a daily basis with their goals in mind. Yeah, that's outstanding. Hunter, it's been a real honor and terrific having you on our show today. Thank you. Thank you very much. I hope you consider coming on again uh, sometime soon. There's there's more questions I have, and I, we just don't have the, the time today to go over them. So, but uh, I hope you consider coming on again. Oh, yeah, it's, it's been a pleasure. And, and thanks for having me on, Tom, and uh, Stanford University. I, I really appreciate the opportunity. And, um, you know, feel free to check us out, 98 Bucks Social, if you have any questions. My name's Hunter. I'm the uh, director of reseller sales or, or the channel B2B. Excellent. Thank you. You've been listening to the Entrepreneur's Radio Show and Podcasts. Our guest today has been Hunter Jones of 98 Buck Social. Prior to working with 98 Buck Social, Hunter was the Major League Baseball pitcher for the Boston Red Sox and Florida Marlins. 98 Buck Social works to support businesses big and small and organizations by maintaining a consistent presence on social media. For more information, feel free to visit 98bucksocial.com. Again, that's 98bucksocial.com. Join us again next time when we welcome another purpose-driven entrepreneur or high-performing game changer committed to ideas, positive outcomes, and a better world. I'm Tom Dioro. The Entrepreneur's Radio Show and Podcast is recorded at Stanford University Studios in Palo Alto, California, and on location. The Chief Recording Engineer is Iris Chikopoulos, Chief Engineer Mark Lawrence, and we're all assisted by Peter Caroline and Omar L. Sabrout. And the Executive Producer and Host of The Entrepreneur Show is Tom Dio. If you wish to contact us, our email address is interviews at kzsu.stanford.edu. Again, that's interviews at kzsu.stanford.edu.